All right, Bezat Hashem, we're restarting our Sphere Sa'imer Tehillim project. We're not going to get to Tehillim inside today, probably, because as we did last year, the first week we gave a little bit of an overview, a little bit of Tehillim, and I think that that's what we should do every year, the one-week designation about a different element, a key component of Tehillim. So, really, what we did was, by Neil Sachar, we sort of made the introduction. Neil Sachar, for Pesach, we discussed, the merging and the blending of Torah and Tefillah, of that there's two different camps in Klai Yisrael throughout the generations, and some emphasize Torah, and some emphasize Tefillah, and we show that this is from the times of the Nevi'im already. Yishaya Novi versus Chizkiyo HaMelech, down to the Tanoim Rebbecha Mezakai versus Rabbi Akiva, down to the Amiroim Ra versus Shmuel, down to the Rishonim Rebhuda Levi versus the Rambam, and down to the Achroinim, the Gro versus the Balatanya slash Chassidim. And we discussed from the Drushes of Ami for Moshe Avigda Amiel, where he discusses how there's a, you say this big of Machoikis in Klai Yisrael, where to put the emphasis, on Torah or Tefillah. And as we pointed out, that obviously there's a blend, there's a merging that needs to happen, and none of them can be exclusively right. And we showed, and we discussed a little bit how Mashiach is that mixture, that blend of Torah and Tefillah together, and both of them bring unbelievable Dvekis to Hashem. I am in the drushes. I have it if you want to. You want to see it? I can print it out for you. Drushes of Ami, Drush Chazalid from Rav Gamiel. Now the truth of the matter is, at that point we also wanted to talk about, and we started at least the Hagdama of Rav Shamshin and Chol Hirsch to Tehillim, but we didn't get to do it because the time expired. But what I want to do is today do something that I've never done, at least here with Tehillim, never together. Learn a safer at least a couple of pages of a Sefer. So we're going to a little bit do an introduction. And at the same time, also, we're, we graciously got from our Gabbai the English translation of Rav Shashafel Hirsch's Hagdama to Sefer Tehillim. So that's what we're going to focus on today. We're not going to get to the Tehillim itself. Ben Sashem will focus on that hopefully next week, Sunday, Ben Sashem. The first thing I want to do is the Sefer called the Eichachmul and Avshecha. The Eichachmul and Avshecha is from the great Mashpim of our generation. As you can see, it's Sichas Kodesh from Tavshin Samachay. His name is, you can see on the bottom of the page, Yitzchak Meir Morgenstern. Yitzchak Meir Morgenstern. He's a big mashpia in Eretz Many people have heard of him. He's a English boy, grew up in England, and he became a Gretzler Chassid, and he taken on a league of his own. I'm sure a lot of people have heard of him. I have never met him. I have never learned any of his Tzvarim, except... This piece literally describes what we describe during Neil Sahag. And in this piece, you'll see, we'll just learn it together. It's not Hayekhatari. Usually he just goes Hayekhatari and it's Kabbalah and finished. This is not. So therefore, this is something we've never done. And including me. Including me, I've never done this. So, this is, I'm not, I'm not recruiting. I'm not becoming part of, some people say it's a little bit of a cult. I'm not part of that. I'm not interested in that. I'm just, I want the, the Nekudat HaGvarim from the Sefer, the Eichach Lan Avshecha, and the Sichas Kodesh about Shevivim in Yerkashu Samachai. His Yisoyed, as you see at the top of the page, is a line in the Sichas around for him, Nachman of Breslov. Again, I'm not, I'm not from that camp, I'm just, I want to bring out a certain Nekudat. Aidei B'Sayris Tevis Yechelim Loim HaTehillim. That's the line for him, Nachman. Through good tidings, through good news, a person is able to say Tehillim. What does that mean? And that's what the whole mimer is going to try to explain. What does Rav Nachman mean in those words? Let's, let's, 
learn a little bit together. Ois Aleph. Hine Iso the Likuta Bayram. The Rav Nachman Rest of the Storm it says, Ve'ele Shemayz B'nei Yisrael Ahoy Mitzrayim Eis Yachim Ishu Be'ishoy Sefer Tevis If you add all those last words, the last letter in each word, Sefer Tevis, Sefer Tevis, Sefer Tehillim, Sefer Tevis, Sefer Tehillim and Tshuva is the Sefer Tevis of those words. Ki Ayyidei Tehillim, Zeichim L'Tshuva Through Tehillim a person Zeichim to have proper Tshuva. V'yidu'a we know, Ki Yemei HaShem V'Vem HaKadosh HaKadoshim Him Zvan HaMesugal L'Tikin O'Avrim HaKamurim Anybody that knows, and especially in that world where Ishmael Mergenstern spends his time, Shavivim is a very important thing, especially Talbidei, um, Nachman of Breslev, and Chassidim. So this is a shmuz that he gave them. Ukiyidua, and we're not going to focus on that part of it. Ukiyidua, Mesifrei Chassidus, the Yemei HaShavivim, Hem Kemoy Aseris Meitshuva, in the world of Chassidus, that's how it is. L'chein Yesh L'harbez V'yom Me'elu Lam Yisrael. So if Shuva is a key component of Shavivim, that's what it is, so one of the key components of Tshuva is to say Tehillim. So therefore, Tehillim is a thing during Shavivim to be said. And in many places in Klai Yisrael, Tehillim is a very part of the diet during Asayi Tshuva also. But by Chassidim, by Shavivim. V'yidum z'vei kashe sh'o Rabbeinu Ephraim. It's one of the Rishonim. Rabbeinu Ephraim writes, it's an unbelievable line. She'haya echma Rishonim, she'omar, she'amir sa Tehillim, himayla g'dolu v'nizgava v'yotzer. It's an unbelievable milo to say to Hillam, Ad kidei kach. To such an extent, Shemisha oimit kol yoyim ma'at to Hillam. Somebody says a little bit to Hillam every day. Nechshu loy kimisha oimit kol yoyim kulay. This is Rishonim. Saying a little bit to Hillam every day is like learning all day. You come to Shemayim, and they're going to count it as, Oh, you learned all day. You followed it. I learned all day. You said a little bit to Hillam. A little bit to Hillam counts as learning all day. If this wasn't Rishonim, you'd say, it's like, say, whatever. It's the Rebbeinah Ephraim. Now, he does not say where the Rebbeinah Ephraim is. So I don't know where it is. He doesn't give a Meyer Mark on that. But if he says that's what the Rebbe Prime says, I'm assuming his word is good to be taken, literally. I looked, I'm still looking. I'm not, I'm not still looking. I'm not saying it doesn't say. I don't know where it is yet. We know that Dora Melch definitely requested that. We're coming with Parsha Tazrim and Tazrim. And saying to Hillam, is like he sat and learned Chazim and Sarah is a hard one. Chumash Rashi. Just Chumash Rashi. So forget learning Mishnayis and the Goyim with Rash and Raivir. So it's, it's hard. Saying to Hillam in Shemayim is like you're learning the Goyim the Ian. So that is like a thing. Now even though we know Rebchaim Velash in our hold, that a lot of Zatsu we know that Akhadish Baruch was actually Makabal at Silo, there were a lot of requests that like that. So I requested a lot of things that didn't get answered. So maybe there are more requests that he didn't get answered. Rebchaim Velash in this Mahalo. But in the rest of the Svarim Arkadoshim, it seems very clear that the Ramach requested, and Akhadish Baruch was in such a good mood, and I was like, okay, take the Hillam, no problem. When the first of our Svarim Arkadoshim, she commercial limud be Mishnayis negoyim v'aholos. And the whole stage is the Hayris. Who tikin gadol al-pagam ha-yesayid. It's called the Hayris. That has an unbelievable effect on a person's Kedusha. When the Tariris, all the Mikol Zohamo. Kamoikein ha-miris the Hillam, who tikin gadol v'nivu al-kalat v'gom ha-kashim. Therefore, the Hillam has that same unbelievable amount of power. And if I remember, many years ago in this neighborhood, during Shavim, we gave a Shira Mesech to Zavim, of Mishnah Day, because learning Seder Tahiris during Shavim is a school of Tahira. We learned to the Yosef Atadik, right? We know that the Balturim says that his father learned with him, uh, um, Balturim brings down in the beginning of, of Parshat Vayesha, that his father went with him, Zoyim Mary Dosh and Ezekim Kachim, and he never learned with him Tahiris. 
that's part of why Yaakov thought Achtar of Tarif Yosef has he going to be able to survive the temptations in Mitzrayim or wherever he is if he never learned Taharis you have to have Taharis to be able to have the, the, the Savior that it is and therefore learning Taharis learning a Holos it breaks your head learning any, any, almost any parish and any Mishnah in Taharis is hard because you don't have enough of a background in it besides that it's actually hard also that being said it brings an unbelievable Kedusha and Tahira on a person so saying Tehillim you can say it's a cheap way out you say to him, as if he's sitting alone in the grave, as if he's sitting alone in the hollow. He never dare call, Onomach Shivim, Avoyus at Tarevachilo, and this is an Akuda that we pointed out by Daniel Sahar. We generally look at, as Tarevach and Tfilo, Kishne Drachim, the Fraud of Avoyus Shemizwach. We look at it as two totally different Mahalachim in Yiddish. There's a Mahalach of people sometimes davening, and there's a Mahalach of people sometimes learning. And as we pointed out, from Ramosha Abigamiel, that that was Machlaikis between Mastag and Machasidim. And that was Machlaikis between Tanoim and Rishayim and Achlaim. We went through that in the food already, as the Sarah Sekhzama. And we know, Kabasha Omar Rav Uri Mistrelsk, Shay Sadikim, Shay Oiskim, Beyigis Atayo, Vay Sadikim, Oiskim, Avay Satfilo. And unfortunately, those that are Oiskim, Beyigis Atayo, Beyigis Atayo, have very little, sometimes, they, they don't value those that are Oiskim, Avay Satfilo. And those that are Oishim Avayi Satfilo sort of unfortunately don't value those that are Oishim Avayi Satfilo. That's unfortunately what happens in this world. And we discussed a little bit about Neil Sakharag how we have to try to merge those two worlds and blend those two worlds. I'm just we're talking about Uriya Stelis. Over here, Uriya Stelis. It talks about how people don't understand each other. I'll interrupt with a story. Uriya Stelis, a good Maisa. Uriya Stelis was the Yegei Avatayu. He didn't like the fact that because he got a bad rep that they weren't your game, but there and him and his and his uh, avodah, they were it was Torah only. In fact, if a person wrote to the Rebbe of Uri Yisrael a kvito for panaso or for refuel or for shidduchim, he threw it out. You ask me that you should have a baruch shomer gishmach. Ask me you should understand places. Ask it was only it was only that I'm willing to do. And can you do it? The Shalosh's chasidim was the most poor chasidim. They literally didn't have bread to eat. You couldn't come to the Rebbe with any of those things. You came to the Rebbe, I don't have a geschmack in the tesis. Oh, that's something the Rebbe will daven for you. And uh, people that were wealthy that joined the Shalosh's chasidim was a school. In a couple of months, they were gone. That money was gone. It was over. Now, why would someone want to join that? People that wanted to live a little higher. People wanted to live a little better. They didn't want to be into their money. And it was a mahalach in Hashem. In fact, he, a little bit, I'll say it this way, had a fight with a tzaddik from his generation, Ramir Primishlan. More people probably heard of Ramir Primishlan than heard of Uri Estrellis. For this reason. Ramir Primishlan, his avoid was avoid tzatzilo. His avoid was avoid of giving Parnasso and Shefa and Nachas and Rufuo. There's so many stories. If you ever want to hear a good story, open up a book about Ramir Primishlan. The greatest stories. I mean, it's the greatest stories. And Meryl, 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 as he used to call himself Meryl. Meryl was the opposite. To him it was Tfilo and Vekas Vashem, Tehillim, and that was the, the way to, to, to serve his Baruch In a way, if you follow the path, those that learned Torah, or you gave a Torah, there was no Moisim. You didn't see Moisim and miracles. Those that did Tfilo always did miracles along with it. If you look through history, you go, it's, it's Pretty clear. This is the, the Mahal. It goes together. Rebbe from Mishlana. He wanted miracles. The best miracles. The greatest stories. 
But we were shows. There was no miracles. There was no bread. There was no miracles. There was no nothing. Anyways, like it came to the point where Uri itself decided that he has to shut down our mayor from Islam. You gotta show him that. This is, this is crazy. You know, they're not emphasizing Torah and all of this is dominating all day and saying to him and making miracles and people are following that because it's exciting. It's what we smart. You become wealthy. And you get, it, it, he wants to shut us down, but he couldn't shut us down on his own. So he asked another father to join him. And Rafsoli of Rupshitz. Rafsoli of Rupshitz, he sent the messengers to Rafsoli of but it brings out the point. He sent the messengers to Rafsoli of Rupshitz, but Rafsoli of Rupshitz knew exactly why these messengers came. And uh, the whole Sabbath, every time they open their mouth and say something, he's like, you came from Strauss, let me tell you a story. And he would say a story. And they'd open their mouth, oh, I'm bad, I have a bark. And he would say a bark. And that Shabbos was songs and barks and jokes and stories. He wouldn't let them get a word in. The entire Shabbos, they didn't get a word in. They were very frustrated because they were sent on a mission. And here they are, they can't get their mission across. Anyways, Sunday morning, they're getting ready to leave, but they didn't get that word in. So they decided one last try, they come to say goodbye. And uh, they're going to try at that point. And they walk in, and they're going to come. Let's talk outside. Let's walk out. And they start walking out, and they start saying, you know, we were messengers, we were sent here by Uriah Strauss. He says, listen to me, and listen to me closely. I know exactly why you're here. I had a dream last night, Rabbi Ern Laid, somebody from Son's father. Rabbi Ern Laid came to me, and he says, listen, when I died, a big fire was extinguished. But I left a small flame, and don't you dare put out my little flame. So, I know why you're here. Not gonna happen. I'm not helping. So they were spooked out, obviously, and they said, "Okay, we're sorry. We're going back to Stoke. As, as a thing, this all of a sudden they see a horse and a guy standing on a horse, a beard flowing, and he's riding like thousand miles an hour, coming right at them. And as he got closer, they realized it was a man from Islamah. And He's standing on the horse, and he screams there. He says, "Tell my father I'm a big fire," and he just like drove by. But this was the problem that there's, there's, a, there's not understanding. There's no understanding between these two camps. It's unfortunate. Because if we could get an understanding between these two camps, Torah is important, Torah is impressive, and Tzvila is important, then Tzvila is impressive. And it's not, the other person is not up to because they're not. At the end, they made Shalom. How did they make Shalom? Tell you another Chasid Shemaitah. how they made Shalom. This is, I, this is not my standard, I know, but this is too good. I said, so, there was one time a chassid in Strauss that said, Look, I didn't have bread to eat. I'm sure they dying. I mean, Kimenek Anche Strauss. And the wife says, She had it. You know, it's always the wife. She, always, she had it. I'm not a Strauss chassid. You know, I came into this, I didn't know. And she said, she said You have to go to the river. I said, I can't go to the rebel. I can go to him to ask him, I want to say, Baruch Shalom, I like the rebel. That I can go for. I can't come into. He says, and then go to Permishlam. Alhamdulillah, that's like joining the Red Sox if you were a Yankee. You, you can't do that. I'm saying, you can. And she's like, I, I can't. She's like, listen, our kids are going to die from hunger. We don't have what to eat. Do what you have to do. Go to Permishlam. Put you. After enough begging and enough pleading and, and also being very hungry, he decided that, you know, he's got to do the, the unthinkable, you know. And uh, he gets onto a horse and wagon. It's a couple of days trip, and he goes to Permishlan, and he walks into the middle, and he says, uh, "You know, I came. Oh, I don't have I came for a little bit of a bracha from the rebel." And he looks up at him, and he says, "You're a Strelitzky chassid. I can't help you." So he says, "Rebbe, I need. I know there's nothing to eat." 
Like, there's nothing I can do for you. You're a Shalsky Chassid. I'm so sorry. I can't help you. And the youth starts crying. He's like, you have to. My kids are dying. So he puts down his head for a couple of minutes. And he picks up his head. He says, okay, that's what I'll do. That's what I can do for you. He says, could you get credit from a baker, from a butcher, from a person that vegetables? Can you put together enough credit that you should have food for a Shabbos? He's like, my credit is, I run out of credit. I have no more credit. He says, could you, could you get like one last time credit? So I can try. He says, this is what I want you to do. I want you to buy enough for two Shabbos. You're going to go today. You're going to go, you're going to buy for this Shabbos. And you're going to buy for that Shabbos. credit. You're going to pay them back. So. And one, you'll eat the Shabbos. You're here already. You'll eat the Shabbos. The other one, you're going to take with you. You're going to wrap it up and you're going to take it with you. He says, I know from here back to Stella is a long drive, but don't worry. It's going to snow this week, and it's going to get freezing cold, and everything's going to freeze over. So it's not going to be muddy. You're going to get there in half the time. You'll get there by Thursday evening, which is, doesn't make sense. So taking whatever. You'll get there by Thursday evening. In fact, don't go home. Go straight with your second Shabbos meal. You'll go to Uriah Strelitz's front door. You'll push it open halfway. You'll throw in the food, and you'll run out. Then maybe you can have a issue. This is a very from Islam. If you ever read his story, this is the best. He's the best. So this he goes to the he goes to the to, to, to a couple of butchers and fish markets, or and he gets some credit and he buys it and and one he eats for Shabbos and the next one talking exactly as the Rebbe said. Once the Shabbos it started snowing and it became a frost and there was no more mud in Ukraine. That's, that's a miracle. There was no more mud in Ukraine. It was frozen over and the horses actually he started heading and. Got there in no time. He takes a ride Thursday afternoon. And he comes Thursday afternoon. And exactly like the Rebbe says, he comes straight to the Strelsky house. He pushes open the door. He throws in the food. And he runs. Now, I have to also tell you the other half of the story. That week, in Strelsky, freezing cold. So, generally speaking, the Rebbe didn't, didn't have what to make for Shabbos. But Hasidim always came to the Rebbe for Shabbos. And they always brought a little extra piece of fish and a little bit of challah. And, and that's how they also had what to eat. That week was so cold, there was no Hasidim coming, and they weren't going to have enough, they weren't going to have food for Shabbos. So she went to her husband, the Rebbeson, and she says, uh, <clears throat> I love you dearly, my husband, but uh, we don't have food to eat. He says, well, you have no amuna, you have no betachin, shame on you. Fill up a pot of water, and put it on the thing, there'll be food. Okay. The husband, the Rebbe says, so she fills up a pot of water, she puts it on, and uh, three hours later, there's no more water left. She goes back to school. She's like, um, there's nothing. He goes, no, Muno, no, Batakim, fill up a pot of water, and so she does it again, fill up a pot of water, and eventually it boils out, and there's no water. She comes back and says, listen, I'm willing to do it, but this is out of lack water, and we have no more firewood, so she does the thing. So, I, if you tell me to do it, I'll do it, but we're done after this. She's like, no, Muno, no, Batakim, of course you should. Heat up the water, put the water, buy it. This is Charles. This is Charles. And uh, she does, as the husband says. And as, little, as she likes it, well, the door pops open, in comes a whole Shabbos meal. Chickens and fish, and it's like Yehudim. Anyway, the husband comes home a couple hours later, and she says, Shabbos, ah, they never had such food in their house. And he says, ah, is he a munah betachin? So she says, yeah, no, you're right, you're right. So he says, Lebaisa, where did it come from? A munah betachin, it came from my sham, but what was the medium? She says, honestly, I don't know. All of a sudden, the door opens up, and flies a bag of food. So I, uh... He said, did you see who it was? Because I went to look. And it looked like... But I don't know for sure if it was him. 
He said, ah, he should be benched. <laughs> That's it. The Yid had for nothing. Going forward. He called him the Yid, and he said, uh, what, what's this? Uh, this? I'll be honest with you, I went to Permishan. He said, you went where? And he says, I went to Permishan. He says, ah, I see a talk in his avoiders, a special avoider. And they sent delegations, and they became, and they made peace, and they understood each other. Uh, okay, they disagreed. That a machlok is in in Yiddish case on how to. Uh, we got totally sidetracked. But this is earlier starts himself saying that the, the, the problem is that the Torah and the Shulah and the Tzaddikim do one, do the other, and we see that they don't understand each other. They mamish they don't understand each other, and this is the problem. Back to what I was saying on page Kusadi page top line. Um, Therefore, it's impossible to find the art that he can do both. But a shlemus in both, you can't find. There was once a person that tried to reach the shlemus in Torah and the shlemus in Tzvilah. It's not meant to be. It's meant to be that this person can put the focus on one. Now, of course, we know tzaddikim that are very, very special in both areas. But shleimus, you can't have them both. But there were some exceptions to the rule. There were people like David Amelach. And yet, Tehillim, there's no greater. Someone once said a sad joke. He says, I don't know what the big deal about Tehillim is. He took a bunch of parts of Tefillah and he put it into a book. Okay. But that's what. Our whole davening is Tehillim, basically. What is Tehillim? What is our davening? So Zohar Malach was that perfect blend. He was able to take Torah, or take Tfilis and turn it into Torah, if you can say it like that way. He was able to take Tfilis and turn it into Torah. V'zadu Matzilu, the Yom Edei Lulu, the David, Malchul B'chag Yashulu, the Yom Edei Lulu, and that's the perfect blend. When you can have David, the Na'im Zmiris Yitzral, and that's what we're heading towards, we're marching towards Zohar Malach, the Yom Edei Lulu, and Ruth, where we talk about Zohar Malach. His Yom Edei is on Matzim Torah Day. Zamalach was able uniquely to blend those two things. Lahiris, or as the Hutness used to say, David has a very good sense of humor. The girl was Nifter, Sukkis, when people singing and dancing to Lahir Eva. The Valshemta was Nifter and Shuvah, so people sitting and learning. Alabai, said Rav Hutner, that we don't understand the girl and we don't understand the Valshemta. That's what Rav Hutner used to say. Okay. Fine. Lahiris, the Shwemus at he, what's the perfection of Tayyar? When you can combine these two, okay, that's a little Kabbalistic, we'll move on. While davening, you have to have that. And you also have to turn your Torah into Tfilah. We wish we could dive in all day. 
when are you going to learn? We wish we could dive in during learning. How do you dive in during learning? We'll give an example. That's the ultimate. When you learn a sugya, and you say, pick, out a, pick a sugya, and you say, turn that into a tzilo. That's what Nachman of Rasa was talking about in a lot of places. He talks about turning terrorists into tzilos. What does that mean? I'll give you an example. You learn the sugya of uh, Evan Ivory near South. How do you turn that into a tzilo? Let me show them, you know, where you are, and we also, we want to work for you forever. I'm willing to do whatever it takes. You turn that into a tool. You get up from your learning and you say, what can I take out of this? What, what's my message that I can have after this Bible? So you, you will makasha, you will makhaber these two worlds of Torah and Tfilo, and you're able to mix it together. I hope they don't change the name of the shoe. I hope they say it's trying to say That's the perfect blend. I hope. The Amir Sahilim. This is the Avaidah of Amir Sahilim. The Hebrew Avaidah Shaisa Mehatayro, Trilo. Ukumuba, the Sephardim, Akhtayisha, Makutimaran, etc. Then after me, that's Ashu and Gedolim, Ma'idom, Ayla. This is the greatest joy you can give up for this Baruch. It's when you can take Tayro and turn it into Trilo. When you can take Trilo and turn it into Tayro. That's the greatest Nachatrius you do. You can do. The Hanuk Shalom, the Oishamea, Aizam, Ayman, Tayro, and Tadik. As I Yasam is at Trilo. Meaning Hanushi Yavakesh, he is coming with Fair Sermon Bach. I also want to be there. I also want to get there. Turn that into a tzvilo. Look, Rabbi Shmuel, they're arguing about a sugyo. Turn that into a tzvilo. I said, I also want to get involved in the sugyo. I also want to be. You turn that into a tzvilo. Your Ramban said it's the best. Because you talk to him in our safer, and you get up from learning, to see what you can do in the maestro. Meaning, turn it into a tzvilo. Tzvilo is in the maestro. Shouldn't just be. It's real. It's real life. You make unbelievable joy in Shemayim. I don't know what these things mean. I'm saying the words. This is him doing his thing. But truth be told, it's not simple. It's not easy to get to that. But you know what you could do? Say to Helen, that thing you could do. You can turn Torah into Tzvilo, you can turn Tzvilo into Torah. Say Tehillim. Say a little bit every day. No. So you can say the whole thing. It's massive to say one prayer of Tehillim. Oh, here comes the Yisai. Why can't we? We can't, because the hardship that we find is We're always looking to do it perfect. And this is what I'm going to say, perfect at home. I'm not going to even have a mind what I'm saying, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm going to sit down and learn now, I only have four minutes. We're so busy trying to be perfect. And therefore, we end up not even doing good.
Do whatever you can. You can take one parasol every day, take one parasol. You take three, take three. I said, I said, I said, I said, these massive grand, oh, I can't say the whole show now, forget it, I'm not saying anything. Say what you can say. You can say, I, I want to even venture to say, you can say a pussy, say a pussy. Like, we, we, we take ourselves too seriously. And we think that we're so impressive and so important that we don't do it fully, we're, do whatever you can. A machta shekel is also good. Shemesh Bach wants some of that. We'll do one more paragraph. So I want to get to the Nakuda. The Nakuda that we're trying to create over here is that we're doing Terry and Tefillah by this year. Because we're learning Tehillim. That's the greatest Terry and Tefillah together. Obviously, this is supposed to be only a springboard to be able to say more Tehillim, to be able to learn more Tehillim, to be able to do other things. But this is the Nakuda. There's a story about the Sasemis. person that was dying came to him very from The doctors already gave up. The son of the Marvishamish, he had two sons, I don't know which one it was. Even though generally he tells people, finish the whole Tehillim. But he feels confident. Anybody learn Sasemis? Those. Unbelievable. I'm in learning. I feel like if you would just stop now, say five proximate to him, I feel like you'll be able to bring a report to this person. Parentheses, because it's good, it should be in parentheses, and it's back in small letters, because it's good, it should be in small letters. Because who needs the end of the story? So there's no, no, so what ends up happening, what ends up happening? Who cares? The point is the point, that saying five proximate to him has such a massive impact. Let's use the answer. Sasemis couldn't find time to say five preferences. Sasemis is a rabbi of thousands and thousands of chassidim. And who knows? We show Listen to this. As I say, I feel a dollar kapit lachelim. Say four. Yiska leetsim and Hashemayim. Hashem will give you good advice on what to do. You're not sure what to do about a certain thing. Say four prakim tov. Stop right there. Say four. I don't know if anyone remembers. Yom Kippur night. Yom Kippur night. We say right after Nairim four prakim lachelim. Why? Because those are four are short. Once it starts getting long. No, the answer is because we need we need this. This is a, this is the insight of knowing that it brings a person unbelievable tire. Yom Kippur night, you're going home, who knows what could happen. We know that Yom Kippur night, we're very worried about the Tumas carry of the Kohen Gadol. You say, four Prakamatilim is a school in the fall. But I feel, who can English you custom I grow? This is like what the grow writes. In Yehudi, loy me belay, like Gimel Shoy's receivers. I say, mayach adam is dachach, ayyadeh kein, and mayachem oikom neisim. The grow says, I'm going to get learning tomorrow for three hours, or learning Torah. And he says, there's four Prakamatilim. Three hours of learning, four Prakamatilim. I, I guess you from those that don't understand the other side. That's the point. That's the point. The grass says the first thought after four, three hours of learning that comes into your mind. The grass says that's like you got a spark of ruach hakodesh. He has a pure brain at that mind. 
The ain't one who will share, will retire, the do what Hashim is a Mitzvah Tehom. It's fascinating. We don't take this, we don't, we don't, uh, it's so frustrating. Why don't people take the Hillen? Goodness gracious. Should we do one more paragraph? We have to also get to the introduction of the Hillen. Right? And the next one's longer. We'll stop here. I mean, there's more in this whole mind. Do you want to say something? No. Great question. We don't understand what the hell it means. We don't understand what the hell means. That's exactly your question is exactly the root of the cause of what people don't do. It. We don't understand and we don't value what the hell it means. You're, I don't understand it either. I don't. I agree with you. It sounds like the girl saying something very much. Three hours of learning. I understand the guy or whatever. I, and I don't understand why I stop. I said four part. And I didn't say kufi test. You can say kufi times three times, four times. He says four problem of the hell. I don't understand why that is. But that's the material. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, maybe because it's like running in a garden for a hollow. So, so, I mean, I, I, I don't know how to answer the question. But that's exactly the point I'm trying to bring out. Is that, that the question that bothers you and the question that bothers all of us is how could it be? But the answer is it is. Just for now, accept it. I, I don't know how it could be. But this is what David Amalekh was able to do and create with his helmet. He turns back on his broker after 15 films. He's like, I want it to be like sitting and learning. And Rabbi Ephraim says, saying a few kapitlach every day is like learning all day. Of course the work takes to grow. Because I'm saying a few kapitlach is like learning all day. So I learned all day. The grass says learn three hours. I learned all day. I, I don't know the answer. But I'm just trying to bring out this thing. And, and for some reason, this, people don't... Uh, yeah. I mean, we're not, the point isn't to learn... You know, and he goes into why it's a tikkun for shayvim. I think at this point it's easy why it's a tikkun for shayvim. Fine, I'm not. That's not what we need. That's not the conclusion. And he gets into why the hillim hey dawn and thinking. Maybe at a different opportunity we'll continue that piece. But now let's start off with him and save it for next week because maybe, 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 maybe. And also most of us went. And also most of us went to yeshivas with the emphasis and the value was to sit and learn, which. Great. Great. If you can sit and learn, you should sit and learn. But that merging, that blending of we, of we could try to live Mashiach life. A life of Mashiach where we have that merging of Torah and Philo. So that's what we're trying to do in our shul. We're going to learn the Hillen. We could say, we could, there are people that could say Gemara, like the Hillen. There are people that could learn Gemara like that also. That's one Mahalach. But we're going to do the other Mahalach. We're going to learn the Hillen. That's what we're trying to do. These couple of weeks, a little bit of serious armor. Also, the same thing, we're trying to get the Kedusha to come to some purity, to be able to have come to Bamar Sinai. So we'll spend a couple of minutes, very briefly, at least start. Now, the truth is, I'm not, I'm not into reading uh, English uh, things over here in Shul. I can, except the beautiful, you know, inspiration about the Cheris, etc. But I'm not very interested in, because then people can see in my vocabulary how bad it is, or whatever it is in my reading skills. But... The, the other option was to learn the Russian Kurdish, or better yet, the Ivrit of that number of Shasha Fawarish, on Tehillim, and that's even worse. That's just, so, 
I mean, I know that there's a new one, maybe, I mean, I'm getting it, should be getting it tomorrow in the mail, maybe, maybe it's better. So I asked him, Avi, if he has a responsible verse in English on Tehillim, and he did, and there's an introduction. So I didn't read it yet, so I, I went to watch the Ivrit one, broke my head, understood 98% of it. Now I'll see how much I fact understood, at least the way the person that wrote this. The way, obviously, the introduction on the right, starts on the right column, top right. Um, yeah, not the side where it ends, so see how that. A little bit, Rabshar uh, Shafal Hirsch's understanding of Tehillim. He has a beautiful Hebrew on Tehillim. Why we could learn and understand it fully. At least, let's try to understand what Tehillim is. At least through his prism. Of all the books, uh, Holy Scripture, it's hard, but yeah. <laughs> of all the books of Holy Scripture, it hurts, I know what it is. Save the five books of Moses themselves. Okay. I'm going to input Moshe for Moses. I, there's a certain amount that I have where I draw the line. Uh, the book of Tehillim has had the greatest influence upon the development of the Jewish mind and spirit. The books of law have revealed to us our destiny as men and as Jews, and taught us the task through the execution of which we may fulfill that destiny. At the same time, they have transmitted to us the history of the establishment of our people and the people of Hashem and of His law. And by showing us Hashem, not only as the lawgiver, but also as the teacher of individual and community alike, the Torah has drawn for us a basic outline of all our future history until the end of time. The lot that will be ours, depending upon our proof of loyalty or lack of it towards Hashem and to our calling. That's Chumash. But the Torah has also told us not to conceive, not conceive of this our destiny and of, which lot which, uh, and of the lot which awaits us because of it and for the purpose of its fulfillment in terms of isolated phenomena. Even as it has taught us to acquire the proper, thoughtful appreciation for nature through Hashem and for the place of man in nature, so it also demonstrates to us the founding and the destiny of our people is most intimately linked with the course of history of mankind as a whole, which is no less guided by Hashem than is our own. It teaches us to recognize that the purpose of our founding and our introduction into the midst of the nations was that we might teach mankind and reclaim mankind for the knowledge and recognition of Hashem and of its own destiny and task as assigned by Him. At the very beginning, Avram Avinu was appointed to be the spiritual father of the multitude of nations. It was through him and through the generations that would follow him that blessings were to become, come to all the families of the earth. At, that t- at the time of his very intervention in the course of history of the nations on behalf of Kaisal, Hashem referred to the latter not as his only son, but rather as his Bechari, B'ni Bechari Yisrael. In the same spirit, Hashem declared the aim of the miracles he had wrought for the deliverance of his people in Shayim to be that his name be proclaimed and it is repeatedly stated that a reason for the preservation of Kaisal among the nations was that all the nations might be brought back to a pure knowledge of Hashem. Let's go to the left. All these points which are contained in the Chumash form the basis of the book of Tehillim. Trying it. Taking as their basis the truth taught in the Torah, the Tehillim sing of Hashem's working, both in nature and in the fate of the individual, individual man of Kaisal and of the nations. They reveal us to the mental and spiritual life of a man and of a nation as basing themselves on the mandates and requirements set forth in the Torah under the watchful eye of Hashem and guided and trained through His providence, both man and nation strive toward an ever more perfect execution of a task and to loyal perser- perseverance for the fulfillment of a destiny. The Tehillim give expression to the thoughts and emotions which fill the heart of a man who walks before Hashem in this manner in every aspect of his life, both in private and in public. 
These ideas and sentiments are presented for the personal acquisition of all those who seek to develop their spiritual and emotional lives by arranging them on the same basis and by ennobling and enriching them with the same ends in view. The Madrash of Tehillim stresses the close connection of the book of Tehillim with the Torah by saying, and as we discussed last year, that David began his Tehillim with the same words which Moshe Rabbeinu ended his last bracha. Ashrecho Yisrael. Moshe Rabbeinu, that was the last verse Moshe Rabbeinu said, Ashrecho. So David started Tehillim with Ashreya Ish. The final blessings are which Moshe took leave of his people. With this blessing, he indicated the lofty goal of salvation through which the Jewish people will steadily stride forward if only if it is willing to look to the hands of Hashem alone and his guidance only for all of its welfare, its safety, and its power and its glory. Therefore, David begins his Tehillim with the words Ashreya Ish to describe the eternal progress of forward striding for sal- to salvation of the man who accepts the divine law transmitted by Moshe as the sole fount. Is that an English word? Found. Never heard that word. Of his knowledge and, and the only basis for his conduct. And when our sages wish to name men who now stand and ever have stood ready to help advance the supreme goal set for the world, one scholar can name only, can name only David, the other only Moshe, and the third only Mashiach. And we discussed this by Neil Sachar. Three opinions in the The whole world was created for Moshe Rabbeinu, the whole world was created for Tariya, or for David, or the whole world was created for Mashiach. And really, this is exactly what we were talking about. The whole world created for Moshe Rabbeinu, Tariya. The whole world created for David, Tfilo. That mergence, that merging together. We pass, that's Rav, Shmuel, and Rabbi Yechonah. And as you pointed out by Daniel Sachar, we pass on Rabbi Yechonah. Rabbi Yechonah says, the whole world was created for Mashiach. We pass on Rabbi Yechonah whenever we have Machlick, Rav, Shmuel, and Rabbi Yechonah. That means, Mashiach is that blend of when we get Moshe and Zavah together. When we can have that merging of Torah and Tzvila together, that's Mashiach. You're living a, a Mashiach of existence when you can do that. Even as Moshe has been the instrument of Hashem for the founding of our nation, so David was Hashem's instrument for the spiritual guidance of that people on the road to its goal until the end of time. For David, from his earliest youth, had been imbued with the spirit which qualified him for such service. The very first words with which he entered public life as a youth showed him to be one of the whom Hashem could truly say, but Sati David Avdi. David's first words were, Who is this Philistine that has geared insult the armies of Hashem? In Tanakh, the first words we hear from David Amal. That alone shows how deeply aware he was of Hashem, um, of the Hashem-oriented destiny to his people. No? Yeah. Go right, left, left, right. How mightily this awareness could be, can inspire him for every manly, manly deed, and how well qualified he was to reawaken in the flagging spirits of his brethren their own awareness of both self and Hashem, and to send a spark of this Hashem consciousness out into the heathen world as well. Oh, I love it. I feel like, a, I feel like a, a pastor on a Sunday morning reading Psalms. Okay. I'm doing. The whole world should know that there's a Hashem in Kaisal. And this whole assembly should know that Hashem grants victory neither by his sword nor by the lance. For the battle is Hashem's and the victory is his. Took him. Henceforth, Dover was dedicated to serve his people in public life, a calling for which the oil poured by the prophet's hand had anointed his head until while he still dwelled in the quiet chambers of his parents' house. 
from which that day forward the spirit of Hashem came upon him. I can't do this. But David, but David's life. Uh, this is this is. What you can do. But David's life was dedicated not solely to the protection of his people in his battles against enemies from without. A lot of people look at David Amalek as that warrior, the great champion that emancipated the Jews of all the nations around them. It's true. He did that too. He considered it even more important to win the people of Hashem at long last for the full understanding of his great task. For the true appreciation of his position and mission in the midst of mankind, it was his endeavor to guard the minds and spirits of his day and of all generations yet to come upon a straight path which in the midst of all outer struggle and inner conflict can lead to the final ultimate victory over all mental error and moral weakness to the lofty level of such refinement as is worthy of Hashem's nearness. This is a path which can lead individual and community alike to the goal of their destiny on earth and set for them. All right, you can take this home and you can read the rest. Because you get the point, or at least what it's good to see what he's trying to tell us, what Dr. Allah is trying to do in Tehillim. I, I wish I could say it in a different way. Uh, and I want to end 